Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman of Let's Ride as a part of the Steel Curtain Network, which is a part of the fans' first sports network. That's right, FFSN. You're going to be hearing a lot of talk about that as we continue down this path, this new venture. We're really excited for it. And I need to first apologize. Uh, Been under the weather a little bit this week, so my voice might sound a little deeper. Uh, hopefully I avoid any coughing spells, uh, but we're going to, we're going to say, we're going to get through this based on the fact that I've never missed a let's ride yet. I don't plan on it anytime soon. This is part of your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm not going to let my ride or die crew down. And so since it's Wednesday and happy hump day, by the way, in the second half, we're going to be diving headfirst into the mailbag segment. So make sure you stay tuned for that. You're not going to want to miss it. We do have some news about the Pittsburgh Steelers to discuss some of the moves were made official. You know, I don't know why this happens. It happened last year. I remember when Akella Witherspoon got his two-year contract. All of a sudden, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Nothing's official. And then finally, it, it becomes official. Uh, that's what happened with DeMonte KZ and Zach Gentry. The two-year contract for KZ, the one-year contract for Gentry became official. So that's good news because, you know, you never know uh, if something is going to happen. You think back to situations like Tyson Alawalu, where he was going to go somewhere, uh, obviously due to COVID protocols, he wasn't able to get on a plane and go to Jacksonville, uh, and so he had to stick around. He ended up staying with Pittsburgh. Can you think about Larry Ogunjobi with Chicago uh, last year? Um, He had signed a three-year deal, and then he fails his physical. Stuff can happen. 
Okay, so it's good to see those two deals are officially in the books. The, the deals that have not happened yet, though, uh, Braden Fihoko and Keanu Neal, those have not been made official yet. So those are the last two of the free agent signings that have not uh, happened yet. Uh, the other news, mock drafts are going crazy. Uh, Todd McShay on Tuesday put out a two-round mock draft. I thought it was pretty good. He had the Steelers uh, kind of fortifying the interior of the offense and defensive lines before he went out to a cornerback and round at the second, I'm sorry, the third pick, round two. Got to get that right. But you know what? I'm kind. Of, I want to say this before I dive into the topic today. I'm kind of sick of something, and and it's not to do with anyone else. It really isn't. And I, I guess for me to explain this, I have to tell you a little bit about me. And if you, in case you're a new listener, you've only been listening for a few seasons, you might not know this about me. Uh, I do not like college football. Uh, it's just there's too many teams. It's too watered down. And in the grand scheme of things, it really only comes down to a handful of teams every year to win a national title. I just don't find it that entertaining. There's people that love it, and that's fine. It's, if it's your cup of tea, fantastic. Good for you. I also was a guy that never followed the lead-up to the draft. I mean, before I started at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, that website still exists, by the way, all I would do is people would say, who are they going to draft? And you know what I'd say? My answer would be simple. I don't care. I just want them just tell me who they get. And I remember when I used to do shows with Lance Williams, we, we both were on the same page with this. But because the NFL is becoming this ongoing hype machine, you do have to start to learn some of these prospects. I mean, if you want to be a relevant podcaster in this realm, you can't just turn a blind eye to the NFL draft and just say, well, just tell me who they pick. But boy, do I miss those days. I'll tell you that because I, I can't stand the fans that are trying to go out there and predict every small step of the process. They're trying to read into everything. You know, I'm at the point now where I'm just, I'm done trying to figure it out. Not that I did it anyways, but I'm done with trying to figure it out. And that's also listening to people that are trying to figure it out. We don't know. We're not in those meetings. We're not in that room. So I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm going to follow the draft. I'm going to still do my homework, and I'm going to listen to the podcasts like the Steelers Fix, where they do a great job outlining you know, specific position groups, and they're going to be doing some work on our NFL feed on FFSN here shortly. Yeah, I'm all about that, but I just I'm done trying to I'm done. I am absolutely done trying to figure it out. It is beyond exhausting to go onto Twitter or talking to people and it's just constantly, oh, they're gonna do this. Let's just wait and see. We can talk about it and we can talk about prospects, but let's just wait and see. Because the one thing you have to understand, and this kind of is, is a segue into the topic for today's podcast. The one thing you have to understand is that these players that are drafted they have to have time to develop. Now, this is a talking point that was on last week's Scobro show. I'm not stealing their their thing, but I, I listened to that show. It's a great show. Dave, Big Brother Rich, go back and check it out if you want. They gave their take. I just wanted to give my take on it because the question was basically how long should players get to develop? And that's a difficult question to answer. And when you think about it, there's so many different factors that come into play when you're considering a drafted player and the time period that they get and that the organization gives them to turn the proverbial corner. I mean, it's all going to be based on when they're drafted. A first-round pick is going to get a lot more leeway than, say, a, a day three pick, sixth, seventh round. And that's just natural. Like, that comes with the territory. Pedigree is important. Um, and so 
Like that, those things definitely do matter. But when it comes from a, just a developmental standpoint, there are some factors here. So when I thought about this, I came up with five factors that really do come into play when it you have to decipher, whether it's you, you the fan, the coaching staff, the five factors that have to be weighed when it comes to how long a player should get to develop. And if they don't, look, every draft pick does not pan out. We know this. You've been following the NFL. You've been following the Steelers long enough. You know that not every player pans out. So the five factors, the first one is scheme. And these are in no particular order. I just listed them out as they came to my head. The first is scheme. If you draft a player, let's say it's an offensive lineman, and he is best at the zone blocking scheme. And he goes to a place where they are going to hopefully implement those philosophies of that scheme, but they can't. So it turns into now they're running a different scheme that doesn't fit that player's profile. Well, guess what? Not going to work out all the time. So scheme is definitely important. And, and this is also when you think about a quarterback. You know, if the quarterback that comes from an air raid system goes to a place where they want the quarterback under center, they want him to turn his back to the defense, play action passing. That's going to take time. It's not impossible. It has happened before. The development has happened, but that's going to be a challenge. The next factor, the coaches or the coaching. Mainly when I think about this, I think about the coaching that changes, whether it's a head coach change, whether it's a coordinator change, Let's just look as an example as Kenny Pickett. So Kenny Pickett drafted in 2022. We all know that story. Matt Canada is the coordinator, and Matt Canada comes back for 2023. For the sake of this argument, let's just assume that Matt Canada is not retained after the season. So now there's going to be a new coordinator brought in, whether it's an internal hire or whether it's someone from outside the organization. It's not even worth having that discussion right now, but let's just assume that they make a change. If they make a change, could that hinder... Kenny Pickett's development? I think the answer is yes. Kenny Pickett has become comfortable in Matt Canada's scheme. He would understand it after two years in the system. Yeah, I think that could hinder, not stop, but hinder, slow down that player's development. In this case, where the example is Kenny Pickett. So anytime, and then if you think about a head coaching change, that could mean that the head coach is changing the entire coaching staff. He could fire the coordinators, the position coaches, and that is a really dangerous proposition based on the fact that all these players that were drafted for a specific coach, for a specific scheme, now they're looking at something that is completely different. So the first two so far, just to kind of recap, scheme fit and then coaches and coaching. Now the third one, I kind of alluded to this already, the expectations based on when they were drafted. So do you think about how long players get to develop? I think about two players in particular, and these happened recently, recent enough that even the younger fans would know these players. I'm not going to go back into the 70s. But Terrell Edmonds, okay, he's a first-round draft pick. Everyone was like, wait a second, Terrell Edmonds is who you're taking in the first round of this draft? I'm pretty sure I saw somewhere that he was labeled a third-round pick or a second-round pick at best. Yeah, so that immediately changes the expectations for Terrell Edmonds. It's not Terrell Edmonds' fault. Well, what is he supposed to do? 
walk up after this is mind you let's go back to that night ryan shazier almost miraculously walks across the stage to say the name of the pick is trell Edmonds supposed to go out there and be like you know what guys i really do appreciate you all but you know i just don't think i could be this first round pick i don't think i'm that good no he's not going to do that he's going to take that money he's going to love every second of it i don't blame him okay another player that comes to mind most recently was third round pick kendrick green kendrick green was drafted to be a center but he only played a handful of snaps, games at center in his career at Illinois. He comes in, third-round pick. There's a lot of expectations there. What does he do? He starts every game at center his rookie year, Ben Roethlisberger's final year, and he does not look good. It, it almost looks like the only way, the only reason this guy's actually playing is because we have no other options. That's exactly what it was, and he hasn't played since. Last season, he did not play, and that's crazy to consider, but he didn't even dress. He was inactive every week. So you have Kendrick Green. Everyone says, what a waste of a pick. It's not Kendrick Green's fault. Okay, he was drafted in the third round. Maybe he shouldn't have been. Maybe he should have been in the fifth round. Maybe this is one of those scheme things. You know, Pat Meyer comes in, and he's looking at Kendrick Green saying, this guy isn't it. This is not the center I want at my offensive line. So the expectations for that player, based on where they were drafted, that's important. That's definitely an important factor here. The next one is going to be difficult because I think that sometimes people view this as an excuse, but I don't think it's an excuse, and that is the actual position that you play. So this stemmed from me using this as a factor, that is. I put on on Twitter, I've been doing this because I think it's fun. I love to see the engagement, and I love to see people's answers. I've just been putting out a picture and like asking a question to the fan base on Twitter, and, and some of these have just been really, really great. And One of them was, was a picture of Najee Harris stiff-arming a Browns player saying, hey, what do you think about Najee Harris? Has he lived up to the billing of a first-round pick? And, oh, my gosh, you would think that some people, wow. Some are calling him a bust. Some are saying that he's a bum, that he's never going to live up to the hype. Well, whatever you want to say, a running back needs an offensive line. And some people were smart enough to say that maybe the Steelers drafted at Najee Harris backwards, not Najee Harris himself, but instead of developing the offensive line and then drafting the running back, they drafted the running back, and now they're still trying to revamp the offensive line. But that matters. That matters. Same as a wide receiver. If you're a wide receiver and you don't have a good quarterback – Are you ever going to have the opportunity to show what you can do? Think about Deontay Johnson last year. Whether it was Mitch Trubisky, Kenny Pickett, did he ever look dynamic like he did when Ben Roethlisberger was the quarterback? Now, I know that Deontay Johnson is a very polarizing figure among Steelers fans. You don't have to remind me. But otherwise, a wide receiver needs a quarterback. So the position that you play, that matters. That really does matter. And It's kind of when you think about some of these draft prospects – Joey Porter Jr. comes to mind. Everyone says, well, the dude doesn't have good ball skills. What do you mean doesn't have good ball skills? If they're not throwing his direction, how is he supposed to intercept passes? I believe it was uh, Darrell Revis when he was at Pitt his final year. Same thing. He didn't have a lot of interceptions because they avoided that half of the field. So as a cornerback, how are you going to rack up interceptions if the opposition is not throwing to your direction? There's only so much you can do. So when you think about it from that perspective – Position does factor in. So again, scheme, coaches and coaching, the position, the expectations based on when they were picked, and the last one, the fifth factor for me, is health. It's the health of the player. I mean, when you think about Devin Bush, I think that most people would say that after 2019, they saw a lot of promise. In 2020, his second year in the league, 
Everyone thought, wow, this could be it. Like, this could be the the dawn of the guy that's going to kind of fill that space that was left by Ryan Shazier. And it just never panned out. He tears his ACL. He never fully gets healthy. And no fifth-year option picked up, and he's out the door. He's down. He's in Seattle now. So the overall, if there's an injury like that, that can absolutely derail a career. It can also absolutely derail what we're talking about here is how long should players get to develop. So when I think about these, I think about these factors. I think about the current players. I think about what what are we as fans, what what's our leash like for these players? I brought up Najee Harris already. Some are saying they love the way he finished last season. They think with the changes and the additions along the offensive line are only going to help him. Some say that we've seen the best already and that what you see is what you get. Dan Moore Jr. is another one. He's only going into his third year. It was a fourth-round draft pick, Texas A&M. And you're wondering, okay, how long do we give this guy to develop before we all automatically throw him out to the dump heap? I mean, some people are already throwing him out there. So Dan Moore Jr. is another one of these players. What about Isaiah Loudermilk? Now, the Steelers traded back in 2021 into, I think, the fourth or fifth round to get this kid from Wisconsin. No one knew who the hell he was. But he hasn't done much, but how long do you give him to develop? So you got to think about that. I mean, what's our leash like for an Isaiah Loudermilk? Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny Pickett's got to be on this list too about the leash. Like how long are we going to see? Okay, is is he making the strides that we want to see? Is he the franchise quarterback? We can debate that until we're blue in the face, but it's going to come down to him actually going out and playing well on the field. Alex Highsmith, 14 and a half sacks last year. That's awesome. Can he duplicate it? Is this going to be, I mean, is this the guy that's going to be the next guy, the bookend across from TJ Watt? And lastly, like Chooks Okorafor. Think about Chooks Okorafor. He was, I mean, there were people, I, I remember having Michael Beck on the podcast when the, the Steelers signed Chooks Okorafor to that extension last offseason. I thought Michael Beck's head was going to explode. Ew, he was furious. He was so pissed, but hey, he's turned it around. He's kind of turned it around. He might not be the player that you like, but he's not bad. So it's just an example of players that sometimes they need time to develop. Then you think about players that are gone, and you have to ask yourself, maybe did we as fans and did the coaches and the organization give them enough time to develop? Cam Sutton, I think, is one of the few success stories. He was not considered a highly sought-after free agent when he signed that two-year deal after his rookie contract was up. And he turned it into a lucrative deal this past offseason with Detroit. They definitely gave him time to develop, and he did develop. But then on the flip side of that is Justin Lane. Like, Justin Lane, I mean, the guy was a third-round draft pick out of Michigan State, and he never panned out. And yeah, we can joke on my show because we call him Lust and Jane because he came after me on Twitter. He was in my DMs yelling at me because I criticized a play. But anyways, Justin Lane, I think the Steelers gave him plenty of opportunities. He just never he never cashed in. Never cashed in. You look at James Conner, always injured. You know, availability is important. We talked about injury, how that's a factor. But you know what? He's turned it into a decent career out in Arizona. But again, injuries continue to plague him. Flip side, Benny Snell. Everyone thought, oh, Benny Snell football. Benny Snell football. Did the Steelers give him plenty of opportunities to develop? Did they pull the the rug out from underneath his feet too soon? I don't think they did. He stayed all four years of his rookie contract. He is what he is. Turns out to be a pretty good special teams player, and he can be a backup if you need a backup running back. I wouldn't mind seeing him come back to Pittsburgh, to be honest with you. Nonetheless, just some examples there. 
when you're thinking about how players might be deemed a quote-unquote bust or they need to cut ties with this player, think about these factors. They all play a role. The coaching staff, the scheme, the expectation based on when they were drafted, the overall position that they play, and then are they healthy? Yeah, I talked about James Conner as a good example. He was always banged up. It's tough to keep a guy around when he's always banged up. So something to consider, something to consider. Just le- let that sink in on this Wednesday, all right? And the second half here, we're going to come up. We've got the mailbag, one of my favorite segments of the week. Stay tuned. We will be right back. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. fans welcome back this is really fun and this is has nothing to do with the mailbag so you know i just talked about at the very beginning of the podcast how the the steelers announced that it was official that zach gentry and demonte kz like they made it official and i said how uh brayden fihoko and keanu neal were, were not official yet no joke the middle of the show all of a sudden jeremy jerome betts puts in our slack channel and they're both now official <laughs> so now they are so the, the steelers are caught up thanks to getting thanks for getting caught up everyone uh the steelers are ready to roll which is exciting uh let's get this show on the road though when it comes to the mailbag man there's a lot of questions and i'm going to try my best to get you all those answers i used a caddyshack gift this time and this is every Tuesday. For those that might be new to the show, every Tuesday, it's morning, mid-morning, I'll put out a tweet, and you can find me on Twitter at jhartman underscore P-I-T. And I use the classic scene with Bill Murray, um, and he is hitting the little flowers that look like golf balls and the Masters champion. Why? Because the Masters is coming up. The Masters is tomorrow, Thursday. It's one of my favorite weekends of the year. So let's get this started. Sleepy T with a Masters question. I love it. With the Masters starting Thursday, who's your favorite and dark horse to win the Masters this year? Also, how many strokes under par would you set the over-under at to win the Masters? Okay, good questions. If you're not a golfer, I'm going to get through this quickly. The favorite for me is Scotty Scheffler. The dude is just so consistent. Every tournament, he's in the mix. So that's my favorite. The dark horse, don't ask me why. It's not a live golfer. There's, there's a name that's been coming to my mind a lot. And some might even say, Jeff, that's not a dark horse guy. And I understand if you say that. Colin Morikawa. American, great golfer, super consistent. If he's accurate off the tee, he's going to be deadly at, at Augusta National. That's my dark horse. Strokes under par, I'll go with... Uh, I'll go with, I don't know what the conditions are like right now. So they got to give me a little bit of slack here. But I'm going to go with around nine, nine under par. Good questions. And I haven't seen the changes yet either. They've made some changes at the course. Uh, I'm really excited to see. I think it was uh, 12 has really changed a lot. All right, Joshua Petrick says, Hey, Jeff, any particular reason you can think of that the Steelers haven't made official their last two signings? Well, Joshua, lucky for you, they have. I don't know what takes it 
so long sometimes. Maybe the players are on vacation or they're traveling and they can't get into the facility and actually sign the papers. I don't know, but it's official. So good for you. Jeff Coons says, Jeff, greetings. And Jeff doesn't spell his name correctly, but still. He's a greetings from Ride or Die Crew North, not Canada. Drop the mat. Now that free agency is starting to settle down and with the draft on the horizon, what is one position of need that has flown under the radar? Back to the shipyard, no days off. Thank you, Jeff. Um, you know what I'm going to say is I think the position, and this would have been addressed if Bud Dupree signed, and that's pass rusher, edge, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call it. I think that you know they could talk about drafting a player, but getting a, a third rotational guy, especially if they have an intent to extend Alex Highsmith, you want to give that tandem of Watt and Highsmith a third wheel. So that's that's the one position. Good question. Thank you. Eric Askew says, if you could build a golf course anywhere in the world, where would it be? Also, if you had one first-round luxury pick, but it could only be wide receiver or running back, what position would you choose and why? Okay, so if I could build a golf course anywhere in the world, I, I'm going to be honest. My favorite golf courses are golf courses that don't look like someone came in with a bunch of steamrollers and made the earth look drastically different. The best courses are the ones where when you are standing there, uh, it just kind of looks like someone had this vision and they said, this is what it's going to look like because that's the lay of the land. I'll give an example from where I near where I live. It's actually in Pennsylvania. It's Whitetail. It's a ski resort. Two completely different courses. One's up on the mountain. One's down below it. It's just beautiful because it just it just fits. It fits the way it, the landscape should look. That's what I like. Uh, the second question, if I had a first-round luxury pick, could only be wide receiver or running back? I don't think the Steelers need a running back, so I'll go wide receiver. And the reason is that you could, you could make the argument they need a wide receiver anyways. So, you know, that's, that's just my own line of thinking there. All right. Heath Davis, he asks several. El Jefe, with the draft upon us, we have hit some – homers in the past few years in the first and second rounds of the draft think harris muth pickens if we could hit two or three more homers this year what positions would you want those players to be you know i mentioned the mock the the mock draft the mcshay mock draft i really liked what he did he had broderick jones in the first i think it was mazee from michigan the defensive lineman in the second the first second round pick and then he went with a south carolina cornerback in the third if you give me those three picks i would be happy I would be very, very happy. I, I think that if they need to hit home runs, it need to be in the trenches. That's what they need. If we're talking about needs, not wants, but needs, that's where I'm going to go. Heath also asks, who do you think will hit seven Super Bowls first? The Steelers and Patriots have six. The Cowboys and the 49ers have five. Well, of course, I want to say that it's going to be Pittsburgh. When I look at these, I think the Steelers have a better chance than the Patriots. I got, I got to be honest. And I look at their future, I still honest to, honest to goodness believe that Bill Belichick without Tom Brady is an average coach. You can say whatever you want, and I even think he's an average GM. But I still think, because the Cowboys and Niners have to win two, I think the Steelers win one before they win two. I'll take the Steelers. Last question from Heath. Used to teams wanted, I say, last question, used to teams wanted a cornerback to fit the Peyton and Brady mold with Mahomes and Allen, Lamar and Burrow changing the game. They are who new quarterbacks are compared to. Kenny Pickett doesn't fit either mold exactly. As a unique player, does that give the Steelers an advantage or a disadvantage? Okay, so he basically is saying that everyone used to want a quarterback that was like Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Now, it's a unique beast. 
I think the fact that Kenny Pickett is unique is is fine. He has the look of a pocket passer. He does need to improve in that area. But he also has the mobility that you don't expect. I think if, the, if he's going to be compared to anyone, I compare him more to Joe Burrow than I do anyone else. He has the leadership. He's got the moxie. He's got the mobility that Joe Burrow has. I think Joe Burrow might have a little better arm, uh, but ultimately that's the comp that I'm making. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Lamar Jackson, and he's not, um, you know, Josh Allen up in Buffalo either. So good questions. Though. Thank you, Heath. Mike Smith says, number one, ideally, the Steelers would go into the draft with a roster they are comfortable taking into the season. In your eyes, have they accomplished that goal? I think they have. I really do think they have. With the additions of Fihoko and Keanu Neal, I think they have checked every proverbial box heading into the draft. Number two, what is the most impactful loss in addition so far? The addition, I'm going to go with uh, Sayamalo, the guard, and the most uh, impactful loss. This is a toss-up between Cam Sutton and Terrell Edmonds. I'm going to go Mashaki here. I'm going to go with Cam Sutton. Number three. Pick three Steelers and one golfer for your zombie apocalypse team. Well, I, I, I would want to be a part of this team, so I'm going to pick two Steelers and one golfer. So if I'm picking two, I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger. I'm, I'm trying to be good here. So I'm going to go Ben Roethlisberger. I saw TJ Watts swinging a club on Twitter the other day. The dude looked pretty good. He's improved a lot. So I'll go uh, Big Ben, TJ Watt, and one golfer. It's not Tiger. Yeah, it's not. I'm not a huge Tiger Woods fan, just so everyone knows. Um, But for me, one golfer. Give me Freddie Couples because he's my favorite golfer of all time, and that's who I'll go with. Okay, Ryan Good asks, if you could change one of these three things in Steelers history, which would it be and why? This is tough. Okay, A, Ryan Chazier doesn't suffer a career-ending injury in 2017. B, Jesse James catch stands in 2017. C, Rashard Mendenhall doesn't fumble in Super Bowl 45. This, holy cow, Ryan, like these questions, this question is really difficult to answer. Because when I think about Ryan Chazier, there's a part of me that is just, it's, it's a human aspect of it that I would, wouldn't want this guy to have to go through what he went through. Not to mention, they still have yet to fill the inside linebacker position since he got hurt. The Jesse James catch resulted in them not being the top seed. And that resulted in the Jaguars coming to Pittsburgh instead of the other way around. Oh, my gosh. And then Mendenhall? Okay, so here's how I'm going to answer this. After thinking about it, I'm going to go with Mendenhall's fumble if I could change anything. And it's not because Shazier's hurt. I did, Trust me, I, that, that was awful. I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. But Mendenhall's fumble was in the biggest game of that year. And that was the Super Bowl. And I still, to this day, believe that if he doesn't fumble, and I'm not saying it was his fault, I'm not getting into that debate, but if he doesn't fumble, the Steelers win that Super Bowl. I still believe this to this day. So that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Brashard Mendenhall doesn't fumble. Brandon Diaz, he asked several questions. Here we go, number one. Who wins the Masters? You know, I, I said Scotty Scheffler. Um, I did put a parlay in, but it wasn't to win. I feel like that's – I said Colin Morikawa is a, is a dark horse. Watch out for Jordan Spieth. I feel like Jordan Spieth's playing better. I feel like Jordan Spieth is – man, he's if he could play better – I like Jordan Spieth. He's good for the game. Um, I know it's – I don't think it's going to be Tiger, just so we know. Um, and next question by Brandon. Favorite Steelers memory. My favorite Steelers memory has to be – 2005, AFC Divisional Round game, Pittsburgh at Indianapolis. 
I've told this story before, but I'll tell it quickly. We were supposed to watch the game. My parents were in town. My wife, we weren't uh, we weren't married at the time, just my girlfriend. Uh, she was with me. We were supposed to watch it at my brother's house. We had a snowstorm before the game. And so then, all of a sudden, we can't watch the game. My brother's dish is covered in snow. It's got no reception. We had to go to Shepherdstown, West Virginia, my fraternity brother's tiny apartment. There were probably about 25 people in this one-bedroom apartment trying to watch this game. And that memory of the, the them just winning, you know, winning. But then when Troy Palomalu's interception gets overturned, we start to get a sick feeling in our stomach. Joey Porter with the fourth down sack and Peyton Manning, we're thinking it's over. We're jumping on each other. Uh, the, then Joey Jerome Bettis fumbles. We are going to vomit. Vander, that up and down, just my gosh, what a memory. My favorite one. Next question, who is one stealer you want on the podcast and why? Um, then that's tough. I think it would be tough for me to say like one player that I would want on the podcast. There's so many I would love to ask questions. Uh, I've gotten to interview some older players as well. It's great to have Lamont Kirkland on. I think it was last off season. So uh, if I were to have any player on now, if they're not playing, I'd love to have Vince Williams on. I think he'd be a great interview. Um, other than that, I have Ben, of course, would love to have Ben Roethlisberger on to pick his brain. Just a few. Uh, he said, Jeff, you do the winners and losers during the season. Who's a winner and a loser of the offseason thus far? So the winner, and I didn't plan on this. I always do this after the draft, too. I do a winners and losers after the draft based on a lot of different factors. Uh, we'll say that the the winner uh, is Kenny Pickett and, and Najee Harris because that offensive line, I think I really like what they're doing. Uh, the loser is probably Kevin Dotson. I, how bad is it that they, they brought in two guards <laughs> to basically uh, sure up that spot? Not good. And last question from Brandon, when will Jordan Addison be drafted to the Steelers? I don't think it happens. I don't think it happens to answer your question. So, all right, very good stuff from the Ride or Die crew as always. The mailbag didn't disappoint. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. So make sure you check us out on the Steel Curtain Network. That's at Steel C Network on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Jay Hartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. And also give our Fans First Sports Network accounts a follow. The first the Fans First Sports account is at Fans First SN. Give that a follow. And then also the FFSN underscore NFL. That is our NFL feed you want to be there for all of our good stuff coming out it's going to be awesome hope you check it out okay folks that's it for me on friday hopefully jerome betts will be on in the meantime you know we finished out here be safe be kind and god bless great rest of your week we'll see you on friday go see you Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.